welcome to Powering Through Life, a show dedicated to exploring topics of life that are challenging, that keep us stuck in doubt and mistrust, which can prevent us from living life to our fullest potential and having loving relationships. I'm your host, Teresa Sims, and together with my guests, we bring to life strategies, tools, and ideas that anyone can incorporate easily into their life to promote happiness, better relationships, and personal peace. Our foundation in Powering Through Life is to inspire, motivate, and ignite your dreams to life. Today I have a really interesting guest, and her name is Erica Eller. Erica is a wife, mom, functional nutritionist, and stress expert, entrepreneur, and career woman with 20-plus years of business experience. After suffering from hormone imbalance, weight gain, and burnout, Erica was found Erica has found, excuse me, that stress management is key. She has a passion for sharing the best strategies with high-achieving women to manage chronic stress so they can maximize their success. And through a grace-based coaching practice that promotes sustainable wellness and recovery from stress, Erica helps her clients increase business success and longevity by managing their stress. That is incredible, and we all need more stress management for sure. So today's topic with Erica is stress management to beat burnout. So Erica, welcome to Powering Through Life. Oh, thank you, Teresa, for having me. I am honored to be with you today. Oh, I'm so glad we got to do this because I know I've been a guest on your show and I, I learned a lot from you. So that was the main reason for me wanting to share you with my listeners because I think you have so much to offer, so much to give, and we can all learn from you for sure. Oh, thank you so much. The feeling is definitely mutual. I absolutely loved our conversation on my podcast and I'm looking forward to this. Well, fantastic. So let's just jump right into it. So tell us, Erica, what's considered burnout? What's the definition yeah, today? So this, well, this is interesting because I think what we're hearing a lot of when people talk about burnout is more or less a sense of boredom, right, or um, just kind of a lethargy towards whatever it is that you're not feeling as excited about. And so uh, we call it burnout because we're, we don't have that excitement anymore. But that's actually not what burnout is considered. Burnout is actually a physical response within your body that occurs when you are under chronic stress. You've basically placed these demands on your body. You've been in a fight or flight place for an extended amount of time. And because of that, your body is shunting resources from its natural tendencies, like towards digestion, towards immune function, towards... Um, hormone balance and synthesis and cognitive function and instead it's focused on keeping you alive because it feels like you're in a constant threat situation you are in a fight or flight uh, place and so when all of your resources all of the nutrients and the vitamins and your your body's processes alive is the overall optimization of what is happening in your body. And so 
basically symptoms start to become compromised. You start getting sick more. You start noticing that you are very tired. You start noticing maybe some weight gain. Sometimes it's weight loss. Um, your cognitive function is not where it was before. You have a lot of foggy thinking, um, almost ADD-type tendencies there. Um, and more importantly, like you, you are just not at your best, and you cannot – be in a place where you are doing all of the things that you are responsible for well. You know, so you might be doing them, but but you know that there's definitely a life that is not behind that. So that's actually what a real burnout is, where mm -hmm. um, it's really hard to manage your day-to-day -day tasks because you do not have the physical strength or ability to do it instead of what I think is is being talked about more where it's almost, you know, a, a boredom or um, just kind of a lack of excitement or zeal. And I think if you're in that place um, where it's much more mental than it is physical, it can lend to a physical burnout as well. Mm -hmm. I would agree totally. I think it's uh, when we look at it, it's mind, body, soul, right? And Absolutely. One, one totally affects the other even though we're not aware of it, it does. And, you know, in a lot of cases, we're not even aware that we're experiencing that intense type of burnout in a lot of cases, right? We just think, oh, gosh, oh, we're tired. Yeah. We're working too much. We're running around too much. Oh, I, I just need some rest. But your body, everything is screaming at you, and we're just not paying attention in a lot of yeah, cases. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that that's what what you're talking about, you know, paying attention, that becomes key. That's so critical that we become aware of our body's response and what it's telling us. And when I do, I do corporate training um, to help businesses function at a, at a higher level because they're incorporating wellness and stress management into their business. And I have this questionnaire that I give all of the employees to assess what their current stress load is, and it is incredible because a lot of people, that is their eye-opening experience to how much stress they do have because things that you don't think about um, as far as like, you know, have you, are you on a diet? You know, are you focused on what you're eating for a specific reason of weight loss? Um, what are your blood pressure numbers at? What are your blood sugar numbers at? Um, is your cholesterol high? Those things are just small ways that our body is telling us that we are in a stress response. Mm -hmm. You know, your, your sleep pat patterns. Um, how do you feel after you eat certain things? All of those things are your body's way of saying that it's under stress. Exactly. And if, if, you know, the people in the in the corporate offices, you know, there's so much more pressures put on each individual individual these days to do more than just their own job. And, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so stressful. And they're trying to balance and they're trying to keep their income and they're trying to, you know, balance the home with the work. And uh, there's so many more stressors that are placed upon us. However, it's, if we pay attention, like you say, awareness of what's going on in our body, and then is it is it possible for the individual, once they're aware of what's happening and how it's affecting them, to selectively choose how they're going to allow the stress stressors to affect them? 
Oh, absolutely. Um, something that I, I say frequently is that stress is a choice. And a lot of people will push back on that because, of course, there are circumstances in our lives that we have no control over, right? Um, you know, we can't, we can't control, um, if, if sickness comes. We can't control the death of a loved one. We can't control, you know, when there's abuse or, um, something traumatic like that. We can't control that. However, we can control how we respond to it. Okay. And and it's not always, you know, I, I don't want to be Pollyanna here and say, you know, just put on a smile and, and get through it because it's not that, but it's 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 having faith and trusting that um, everything will work out even when it doesn't make sense and to focus on how you can help your body in that moment. And so I think that you definitely can um, impact the way stress is happening and how you can respond um, and how it's going to affect certain areas. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, that that is taking a look at what, what are the areas that are creating the most um, stress within your lifestyle and what are some actual sustainable ways to, to get rid of that. Exactly. I would totally agree with that. It's it's a it's a choice as to how you're going to allow that stressor to affect you. Uh and and having some great tools in your back pocket to be able to balance everything and to um, face what's happening, to choose the right path for you to be able to um say, Okay, this is going on, but I am not going to allow it to or I'm not going to internalize it so that it affects me negatively in my body. I'm going to, okay, this is what I have to face. This is what I'm going to do. This is an action step I'm going to take. And let's put a plan in place as to how we can motor through it. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's really interesting, Teresa, because so much of the stress that we have in this age that we are in, you know, this digital age, is from incoming information and from you know just the mental work that we're that we're doing um you know a stress response is necessary and and it's so amazing that we were created to have the stress response to keep us safe you know in times of danger in times of of famine and we don't have that anymore we don't have you know wild animals chasing us we don't have you know these these moments of uh, you know, feast and famine and, and plagues, you know, that type of thing. But what we have is just a lot of of internalization, you know, as you put it, where we are just ruminating on things, you know, from the past. We're worrying about the future and we are not living in the present and being joyful for what we have right now and thinking, what is the next best step for me today? What can I do right now in my place to truly thrive? Instead, you know, we're we're just in this place of of regret and and of worry. Exactly. And, um, and the media yeah. doesn't the media doesn't help that situation at oh, all. Gosh, I mean, no. I know we know <laughs> we do need news. Um, however, uh, if it was. Um, the actual facts of the news, it wouldn't be so bad. But it's so, in a lot of cases, it's so sensationalized. We lose track of what the actual story is. And in, in my case, um, you know, uh, coming from the background I came from, I don't watch a lot of news. I don't pay attention to a lot of news. I know what's going mm-hmm. on. 
but I choose not to allow the media to affect my life. Yeah, and that is so great. That is one of my my top tips for anybody because I noticed that um, I have these women that are in this this heightened state of fight or flight um, chronically, and so many of them are so hyper focused on the news, and you know, that is what they're they're worried about. You know, like oh my gosh, like, what is what is the current state of our nation? What is the current state of the world? You know, the environment is failing us, and you know, it is all doom and gloom. And when you are sitting in that so much of your day, it's really, really hard for your body to think, you know, okay, I'm in a really good place, and now it's time to focus on on my, you know, reproductive health. It's time to focus on hormone synthesis and, you know, making sure that, the, you know, this is all balanced, and it's really time to to utilize nutrients in the best way. Like, it, it's just not happening. And because of our environment, and environment is a huge stressor, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, news or whether it's toxins that you're taking in, um, it plays a big role and it it impacts you and your ability to to be who you were created to be. I would totally agree with that. I mean, I would rather live my life and choose my path and choose how I allow things to come into my world and um, how I affect people, uh, you know, in my day-to-day life rather than having someone tell me how I need to behave, how I need to act, how I need to react because it's going to destroy us in the long run. I mean, it it can physically and emotionally destroy us and that's not healthy. And that's what we're teaching our next generation as well. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, I read a recent uh, research paper about the incidence of depression and anxiety for our millennial generation has basically gone through the roof. You know, they have estimated that um, the numbers have more than doubled as far as who is getting diagnosed, and um, they are attributing it to the digital age and the fact that we are always connected and the fact that um, we don't take time to rest and that um, we just basically have an onslaught of information that is incoming all the time. And, and, and in a lot of cases, we do, we're doing it to ourselves. Would you agree? Because oh, we, we're, we're choosing, oh, yeah. We're choosing to have that thing turned on. We're choosing to watch that latest news report. We're choosing to, you know... But we, we're we missing the boat here. We need to choose to look after ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I actually, um, there is a woman that I, I follow on social media, and um, she, you know, kind of came back on today, in fact, and said, you know, I, in case you were wondering what happened to me, um, I took um, two months off of social media to just focus on what was important to me, and that was my health, and that was my family. And, um, and you know, I think why people have such a hard time actually taking time to disconnect, you know, even for a day, is we have, we, we have this, this newest, you know, thing that's considered, it's called FOMO. You know, we just 
we have a fear of missing out. We think, you know, if we are just not always connected and scrolling and, and looking at what is happening, then we are missing out on something. And the fact of the matter is, you know, we're, we're not missing anything. Um, we are missing out on, on connecting with the people that are in front of us, and we are missing out on optimized health uh, because we're not taking time to rest and we're not sleeping and um, we're affecting melatonin levels because of these blue lights and um, our cortisol levels are through the roof. And um, and we won't even talk about how uh, sometimes just scrolling, it, it creates a reaction within us because we are either um, looking at something from a lens of, of discouragement um, because we aren't what we are seeing or we we perceive that we aren't what we are seeing um that someone else is is portraying who they are um we come at it from a a scarcity mindset and um you know just really wishing that we had what others are saying that they have and um we spend so much time being in a place of of want and desire again that we are missing what we have right in front of us Absolutely, and, and I would totally agree with that. I mean, we're we're so busy in a lot of cases being busy and having, you know, the wants, the needs, the having to have the latest and greatest. We're forgetting what's important. And if we went back to maybe our core values a little bit more, mm, that yeah. might help us, you know, settle back down into a, a lifestyle that can actually help us avoid burnout. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think, you know, part of it is, like you said, getting back to the core values and and what's a priority? Because it all can't be a priority all at once, right? I mean, we we can only focus on on one thing at a time. And so what are a strategy that I have for one of my for for my clients um, is what are your top three priorities? You know, obviously, life has a lot more categories than three that we can focus on. Um, you know, we can focus on finance. We can focus on our health. We can focus on our, our business. We can focus on our spirituality. We can fo- focus on relationships. Um, but we can't do it all at the same time. No, and one actually snowballs and affects the other because you can't. Oh, yeah take one and separate it completely from from who we are or from the other aspects. Um, You can't take your health and separate it from uh, relationships because your relationships Mm -hmm. affect your health and vice versa. So we need to find some really good tools and action steps that we can implement to help us um, focus on what's important and get back to what's important in our lives. And that way we can, you know, help help our, um, our health our work life, our family life, every every aspect of who we are. Yeah, absolutely. And um like you said, they they do all affect each other. And um so for example, you know, my my top three priorities um in this order are God, health, family. You know, I, I have to I have to take the time, you know, to, to be with God every single day and you know to just remember what I was created for and just you know, to to really give thanks and to have that gratitude for all that, that he has given me. And in that, you know, I have this one vessel, you know, that, that I have been given to, to live this life well. And if I'm not taking care of it, then I don't have what it takes to 
to be the the wife and the mom for my family. And if I'm doing those three things right, then my business follows suit. Then I have what I need to pursue more clients and to to help them in the best way and to get my message out there in the in the way that I want to. And it, you know, it just it, it snowballs. You know that that turns into you know the the relationships that I have and building upon those um, because I'm just coming from this place of gratitude instead of a place of of lack and despair. Right. And that's so important is to, you know, I think it's it's important to just quiet your mind, quiet your being, your body, whatever that may be, and whether it be through meditation or prayer or however you want to phrase it, but to find out what your main three priorities are mm-hmm. and really focus in on those because one affects the other. And I like how you said God, health, and family because you you acknowledge the fact that there is a higher being that we um, owe our existence to, if you want to put it that way. Uh, your health is so important because if you don't have your health, you can't be there for your family. You can't be there for your clients. You can't be there for your spouse. You know, and and family is key too because it's it's all about who energizes you. And gives you meaning, gives you purpose, right. gives you love, laugh, and laughter and happiness. And that's, yeah. you know, I think that's, that's really important. So what are some action steps um, that we could take to help us avoid burnout in our life and in our businesses? Yeah, so, you know, I think we, we touched on one where um, priorities are key. Understanding what your priorities are and, like I said, um, we can't we can't focus on on everything, and so getting rid of uh, this balance mentality. In fact, <laughs> Teresa, it drives me crazy when people are are talking about balance because balance is under the assumption that all things are equal, mm-hmm. and that's just not the case. You know, I am a wife, I am a mom, and I am a business owner, but I am. I am all things at the same time, but I can't focus on all things at the same time. Does that make sense? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, you know, I honestly was thinking when you said that, I was the same, uh, a wife, a mom, and a business owner, or an employee, or however you want to phrase it, at that point in time when I was Uh raising my children. But the, the one priority I've noticed that I forgot in that whole scenario was me. Yeah. I totally forgot that aspect. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, you're not alone. And, in fact, you know, that was why I created my podcast, Teresa, because every single woman that I worked with, they felt like they were the only ones struggling with trying to do all of the things and making themselves a priority. And while, you know, a lot of a lot of the content that I created was very clinical, very, you know, hey, this is what's happening within your body. You know, this is where you're deficient because of stress. This is, you know, how how you can help these systems. Um, but I realized I wanted it to be more of a vulnerable conversation because so many women didn't realize that they weren't the only ones struggling with it. And so with my podcast, it was all about having conversations and women – and and men actually um, sharing about how stress impacted them on some level and what it felt like and how did they um, make a change 
to come out of it? And, you know, what are some of the struggles that they have currently? And I think, you know, getting rid of this, this balance mentality is probably the, the biggest thing that we can do to avoid burnout and to understand that we have to have priorities and we have to be clear on those priorities because if you don't have clarity, that's when the anxiety and the overwhelm comes into place. And then from there, that's when you just start spinning out of control because you don't know where you're focused. You are really being reactive in your day, today living, um, rather than intentional. Yeah. Now, would you consider intentional as proactive or just as intentional? Yes. No, yeah. Intentional, yeah, it's definitely uh, proactive, I would say. Um, And going about life with, not with a plan, but um, with with a purpose. Mm -hmm. Where you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you, you know where you're focused. And like I said, you know, like, I, I am a, a wife, a mom, and, and a business owner all, all, all at once. However, I cannot be focused on all of those things at the same time. So when I am working in my business, I mean, my clients have my full attention. And, you know, the work that I'm doing to, to get my message out there, that has my full attention. I'm not trying to, you know, to, to be spending time with my family while I'm doing this. And I'm not trying to, 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 to be in the space of, okay, you know, and, and I am exercising while I'm doing it. Like, I just can't do that at the same time. But then when I am working on my health and making my, myself a priority, that's where I'm at. And, you know, sometimes that means that I am spending um, quiet time with God. And sometimes that means that I'm out on a walk. And sometimes that means that I, you know, I am working out with weights, you know, whatever. I'm in a yoga class. I'm eating well. That's where my focus is. And, um, you know, where where we see the burnout is when you're trying to do everything all at once. You know, maybe you're on a walk and you're having a business call and, um, you know, you're you're trying to, to be there for your family at the same time. And it just, it tends to feel uh, very demanding and you feel that tension so much more than if you were, just in one place at one time. You know, when I'm with my family, I'm with my family 100%. And, um, you know, I, I'm putting away devices. And and it's interesting because um, my kids will call me out on it. If, if by chance, you know, the phone is out and they're trying to talk to me and um, I'm looking at my phone, you know, they'll say, you know, Mom, you know, like, you're not paying attention to me. And um, <laughs> and I'm thankful for that because I realize, you know, I'm not, I'm I'm trying to be balanced instead of prioritizing. Right. And, you know, it's a beautiful gift to be to honor yourself and your family or your business relationships by being there 100% for them at each time. Yeah, absolutely. That's a beautiful gift. And that's what we need to do rather than, you know, you know multitasking does not exist. It's a it's yeah, a complete no. myth, right? We cannot multitask. <laughs> we cannot focus on more than one thing at a time. Not a hundred percent, anyway. So. No, no. And have you heard there? There was actually um, a study that was done about this, where, um, and I've seen it done a couple of different ways, where they've had um, two different conversations playing, and you were supposed, you know, the the person that was basically being studied was to give the facts of 
of uh, the conversations, both conversations. And it was really interesting because they couldn't, they couldn't signal out uh, and, and separate out what each of the messages were. And they were, in fact, you know, just kind of jumbling them all together. But um, because you can only focus on one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. And so you couldn't hear at the same time what two different conversations were having. And so it's like, you know, if you're eavesdropping, you know, you're sitting with your family at dinner and you hear a conversation <laughs> behind you and your family's talking to you, but you are so focused on like what's happening behind you in the booth. And, um, you know, your family's like, what, do you hear what I'm saying? What, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> and you're like, did you hear that? They're like, no, because I'm talking to you. Like I can't hear what's happening. And so it's been interesting how they've, they've done some studies that have shown we can't think like that. We can't yeah. focus like that. Our brain is not created to to do that. Well, if you think about it in, in, a, in a very simple way, if you're at an event and you're talking to someone and you hear someone else mention your name, you are no longer focused on the person mm-hmm. that's talking to you. Like you're saying, you know, you're listening to some other conversation. You're hearing Bits and pieces of what the person's saying, but you're actually listening more intently to the other conversation because you want to know what they're saying, but yeah. you're not really present. You're not giving, you're not honoring the person that you're standing there speaking with. You're not even exactly. honoring yourself, you know, because yeah. you, you could be missing out on such an incredible opportunity just because you heard your name somewhere else. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's basically, there's the parallel with our life. You know, we're missing out on so much and what we could be doing really effectively because we are spending and spinning our wheels in so many other areas all at one time um, or even areas that we don't need to be taking on. Um, you know, simply out of, you know, because, and this I see this a lot with, you know, perfectionists, uh, type women that um, they don't feel like others can do what they can do at the level that they can do. And so they won't delegate out. They won't release things. Um, and so that's just causing mediocre work and, and um, your effects on the world and your impact are diminishing because you are, you know, stuck in this in this place that's creating more stress within your body. Yeah, absolutely. So, Erica, what are... Can you give me one to two really good action steps that a person, a woman, person, whoever, could take to help themselves right now with a burnout situation or a possible burnout situation in their lives and business? Sure. Yeah, the first thing um, is take a look, truly do an inventory of what you are responsible for. What are the things that you are touching and really go through them and see, you know, like what is something that you want to keep um, because only you can do that and what is something that can be delegated out because it's still important but maybe someone else can handle that. Um, And then what is something to let go of? What is something that is just kind of not in your season right now? And, um, you know, really assess what that looks like and truly start doing, you know, some 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 true throwaway, some some trash time, where you are looking at the things that you no longer have to carry on your own, um, because someone can help you with them, or it's just it's just not part of your season anymore, and you can let it go. 
Um, that would be the first piece. The second piece uh, that I would look at is um, where where are you on on your sleep cycle? Um, how are you sleeping well? Sleep is going to be the the most critical thing that you can do if you are in a burnout place because that is where your body regenerates. That's where um, cellular renewal is happening. That's when you're detoxing. And if you're not sleeping, your body is just not operating at um, top top function. Mm-hmm. And so I- that will infect everything. So um, first thing is going to be, you know, really taking an inventory. Second thing is making sure that you are making sleep a priority. And then the third thing is uh, really assessing where your mindset is at. If you are in a place where, um, you know, you you are really kind of in a negative spot, you know, where things seem a lot heavier than they probably normally would, or you're coming at things just with this this mentality and this mindset of of negativity and doubt and fear, um, then you know that mindset work needs to be um, be also placed as a priority. Mm, very very good points because I know um, when you know you about the first one when you're looking at the responsibilities and do the inventory of what your responsibilities are, what you need to keep, what you need to let go of. You know when you when we think that we're the only ones that can do this particular activity or job or task or whatever, but we really maybe aren't. We just really have to have that control. But if we give it to someone else, sometimes when we're that much of a control person, we think that it's a sign of weakness that I can't do something. Mm-hmm. But it's really not. I would give that person an awful lot of credit for admitting Number one, that they can't do it all because nobody can. <laughs> and, oh yeah, yeah, you know, no. yeah. And and for number two is for being brave enough to say that because that's huge. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of people and are think, so afraid to say it because they may get yeah. washed over or they may, you know, they may lose their job because they can't do something. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. And yeah. you know, Teresa, it's interesting because I actually. Um, I, I share my story of I went through two burnouts. You know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a perfectionist and, and a high achiever, and so I can't, you know, do things once. You know, I've got to do it again. <laughs> um, and so the second time that I burnt out was because I was taking on so much, and I was in this place of fear that, um, you know, that my job was, was at at risk if I couldn't perform if I if I admitted that like you know hey like I'm not really sure about this I I don't know that I can do this well if I admitted that I was either unknowledgeable about something or I was weak in an area or you know it was just not my strength or something that I wanted to do you know I I was basically in this perpetual state of of fear and always trying to to figure something out and not asking for help because I didn't want to be perceived as dumb. I didn't want to be perceived as needy. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I I basically ran my body into the ground and suffered from a, a huge hormonal imbalance. I mean, my doctors were like, "Whoa, like what what is happening? You know, do you sleep?" And thankfully, you know, I actually I was I was sleeping most of the time. Um, 
But my body was just not in a good place because I was trying to do everything for everybody. And also, you know, I wanted to be needed. And that comes from a place of ego where I think if I'm not performing at this place, then, you know, I won't be needed. When the reality of it is, you know, that the people that are truly invested in you, um, that's that's where the importance lies. And that's where you have to be focused, you know, not, not these outliers and whether or not they need you. You know, my um, me trying to, you know, even be, be needed with my, my kids and not giving them the responsibility that they need in order to be functioning adults in the world. You know, like I was doing a disservice to them by trying to, to take on everything. Um, and, you know, responding to, to every every need and whim. And, oh, you forgot your homework? I guess I'll go run it over to you. And, you know, what was that teaching them? And I had to get to this place, you know, where I was like, okay, like we've got to do some just the the natural consequences of, of your choices and, and not being responsible. And, um, yeah, they, they were not happy at first, but I had to do it in order to get to a better place mentally and physically. I don't blame you, and good for you for doing that. I've, I've done the same thing in my lifetime too, and it's it's not um, it's not an easy task to do, but you're teaching a future generation, and you're you're showing them how to be responsible adults, and that yeah. in itself is a beautiful gift that you're giving them. And yeah, that's what needs to happen. And you know, you, you also mentioned mindset and the sleep cycle. So you were actually sleeping, but you weren't getting to that restorative aspect of sleep that we all need to to regenerate and rejuvenate ourselves. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. No. I mean, basically, you know, my body was just because of the the mental anguish that was happening of me being, you know, in this constant state of fear and you know, always like, you know, oh, is this good enough? Or, or thinking like. You know, I like this having this imposter syndrome of, you know, I'm I'm going to be found out. You know that I don't know as much as I, you know, say I know, and right. that that was never the case. It was, you know, no one had ever said anything of the sort to me at all. And in fact, you know, I was constantly being commended for the work that I was doing and the people that I was helping, but always just feeling like I'm not good enough. You know, and, and a lot of that stems from, you know, just a lot of of uh, stories that, that I've been telling myself because of my childhood, because of my upbringing. Right. And um, it's really interesting, Teresa, because um, I would say a majority of the women that I see that have severe symptoms of stress, they have had some sort of, of trauma either in their childhood or in their formative years, um, you, know, e- you know, even like high school, college, that hadn't been dealt with and their body was still hanging on to that stress because they hadn't processed uh, that specific trauma or, you know, whatever they they felt had happened to them. Um, you know, if it's just, you know, trying to be perfect for a parent, trying to win the affection of a parent um, through through what you're doing, what you're accomplishing, and not really working through that um, you have the ability, you have the increased chance of developing an autoimmune disorder. I would totally agree with that. I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from with the the, the incidents, the trauma, the um, uh, some type of event that occurred when we're young or younger 
that can affect us. We Number one, we don't know what happened, why it happened, how to process it, what to do with it, mm-hmm. and how to get rid of it. <laughs> because yeah. it does, if it's not dealt with, it does sit inside. And it can mm-hmm. absolutely sit there and destroy you from the inside out. And you're right about the autoimmune disease. That That can really be a big factor. And if we were to just... You know, and and I'm a big proponent of this as well as a coach. Is there is always something that we have not dealt with. It could be something as simple as being bullied as a kid, and that's not simple by any means. But you know, one incident of um, playground abuse or whatever you want to consider it can really have a, a severe effect on us for a very very long time if it's not dealt with properly. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's. That's a big piece of, you know, what, what I do is, you know, I want to help with the the symptoms that they're they're experiencing in that moment, but also I want to get to the root cause. So that's really the work that I do is is finding out, you know, why why you are experiencing these symptoms. And I mean it can be as simple as, you know, why are you gaining weight? You know, this you know, all of a sudden. Um, what what's happening? And so as we kind of peel back those layers and uncover, you know, a very busy lifestyle that has very little to rest and enjoyment and um, what are some of the, the past experiences that you've had in, you know, either trauma or sickness, um, I, do, I do the ACE score, uh, which is the um, adverse childhood experiences. I want to know, like, where they are at. Um, there because that gives me an, an indication of the stress load that they're carrying. But, you know, also understanding what symptoms they have and how severe they, they have them and, you know, what, what's going on currently in their life and, and what can we start with? You know, what are some small steps to, to get a woman to feel the way that they really desire to, to, to bring that energy back, to help them feel uh, revitalized and to help them really just have the impact that they know that they were created to make in the world um, by addressing all of these root causes. Right, and and to have that level of fulfillment and happiness and joy in life too because that's so key. I mean, we, we forget that we're supposed to, we're not supposed to be, but we forget that there's happiness and joy to be had out there. It's not all, you know, upset, angry, and, and unfulfillment. It's, oh, yeah. It's there for us to take. We just need to reach out and grab it. And that's what yeah. our listeners can do today, too, if they want to reach out to you. You know, Erica, how can they reach out to you? Yeah, so um, my website, ericaeller.com, is a great spot. Um, I'm really active on social media, so um, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Um, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. I feel like, you know, that's just, you know, those those are the people that uh, that need me the most, um, you know, because they are all business people. And um, but yeah, so those are the main spots. And then my podcast, Vulnerable You, Stress Unscripted, where you can hear conversations with um, everyday men and women that share how stress has impacted their life. 
That's incredible. And I am going to include all of your links, by the way, in, in the posting when we upload your segment um, because I want people to reach out to you and to learn from you and to follow you because we need more positivity in our lives. We need to find that happiness and that um, level of fulfillment that we possess inside. We're just burying it for whatever reasons. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Is there one piece of advice you would like to leave our listeners with today, or a favorite quote that you have, or a saying? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I would say that, um, like you had said, there is so much to be grateful in your life today, and part of of thriving where you are is looking for those those small, maybe even seemingly insignificant places um, that you can be thankful for. Um, that alone, just having a, a state of gratitude is just enough to, to really lower cortisol levels and to put your body back into a rest and digest uh, place. And so, you know, gratitude is, is everything and truly just look for your next best step. What is the... the next right thing for you to do today to get your body out of a stress response. Mm, very good words of wisdom. I know um, I do have massage therapy regularly to help me with my injuries and my um, situation. And I know that when, I, like I, I usually have a difficult time relaxing. However, mm. when I'm having a massage, my stomach is just gurgling and going and having a good time. And there's that rest and digest mm-hmm. and relax and digest aspects. So, you know, one key thing, massage, very good for me because it does help me to relax. And there's so many other aspects that we can incorporate easily into our lives. We just need to be aware yeah. first of what's what's going on, what's happening, what's causing it and why and what we can do to change mm-hmm. it. Yeah, absolutely. And good for you for for being aware of what works well for you and, you know, what puts you into that, that um, you know, parasympathetic place within your body. Trust me, it's very difficult at times uh, because of the trauma that's happened and the injuries into my back. There's mm-hmm. some days I cannot relax those specific areas. However, mm-hmm. if you really put your mind to it and focus on that specific area, that's how I can get it to relax. But Trust me, it doesn't always last very long. But little steps get you to a bigger well, goal. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like it, there, there isn't a. I think everybody wants that magic pill, right? And mm-hmm. it's not anything like that. It's, it's truly, it is a lifestyle, and it, it's habits that you are creating in your everyday life that make the big impact of how your your stress is presenting in your body. Right, and it's how it, it all affects how we show up every day whether it be for just yeah. ourselves or for someone else or who we're working for or our families. So we need to Absolutely. just get back to those important parts of who we are and what's important to us and, and eliminate what is not working. So Erica, thank you. You've been an amazing guest. Lots of feedback, lots of um, good tips and tools to share. And I'm going to, like I say, I'm going to share all of your links with our listeners when we post the the segment. And thank you so much for coming today and being an incredible guest. And I just love chatting with you. So I think in the future we should have you back. 
Oh, I would love it. I have absolutely loved this conversation. It's uh, You are an excellent um, podcast host, and uh, you, you have some really great questions, and you're just very um, – just very affirming. So thank you. Oh, well, thank you very much. That's lovely to hear. So I know I'm doing one thing well. <laughs> you know what? I, I Because of I, we were talking earlier about what's going on in my life in the last year, um, I had actually decided to take a few months off work too. But I, dis- I had been kept, excuse me, I can't even talk now. I've been keeping up my podcast because that is one aspect that feeds my soul. Mm, and it, it yeah, tells thanks. me that I'm doing something effective for someone else as well as for myself because I'm taking in all this information too and learning. So yeah. thank you again. Good for you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. That brings to a close another great inspiring interview on Powering Through Life. And I really want to thank my incredible guest, Erica Eller, for sharing her thoughts and wisdom on how we can uh, manage stress and beat burnout in our lives. That brings to a close another inspiring segment on Powering Through Life. Thank you to my incredible guests for sharing their wisdom, knowledge, and experience. Join me again next time for more real stories designed to motivate and inspire. Listeners, you can get in touch with me on Facebook and LinkedIn, as well as Twitter. You may also reach me at my website, which is www.teresasims.com. Keep in touch and let's keep the conversation going.